it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And right now, you are on the elevator listening to Take the Elevator. Yeah. And we're so happy to have you here. Welcome aboard. Yes, welcome and hello to October, which is when we're actually recording this, October 1st to be exact. And what a beautiful day October 1st was. Right, hope you all had a good weekend. Corey, we had a great weekend. I we feel did. like um, you had progress on a huge project. Yes. So I just want to say. I like, want to share. Okay. <laughs> Before you share. Okay. Just want to give a shout out to our children who are so talented and gifted and who just um, continue to support in their way. Yeah. So we're like really thankful. Indeed. And uh, just to piggyback off of that, you know, everyone feels like their children are very talented and very gifted in what they do. And we're no different. You know, we think our our, our kids are the tops. And yeah, so they're pretty cool. That's why we try to give them a plug every chance we mm-hmm. get, even though they don't listen. And I don't mind. I'm not saying it because I want them to. I'm just saying, you know, it's just good to put that kind of stuff in the atmosphere. So my big news. Oh, my gosh, Jen. So. I'm excited, and I know you can tell, but um, the book is done. The book is being published as we speak. It will be ready to be released on the date that I intended it to. I ran into a huge snag, and I needed one of them talented, gifted children to come over here and give me a helping hand, and she did, and what a helping hand it was. Um, I'm excited for a couple of reasons about this book. This is a second release. But it's it's just done with um, a different mindset. It's done with um, control and intent this time. Whereas last time, I just didn't I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how to really do this. Plus, I was signed to a um, a publishing company that um, I really didn't deserve to be on that <laughs> publishing company. And I'll just be honest about that, you know. Um, but as we move forward in this venture. I feel like I know what I'm doing. I feel like where I know where I'm going and I feel like I know what I want out of this, uh, this time. It's not just to sell books, but it's to, uh, make a movement, make a difference and see some change in, um, the way people think about things. That's what exactly what I want to do. Yeah. You know, I just reading, um, someone's definition of success. And I think it's quite appropriate for what you described because as some of you know, Ruffles was the book and it was published um, a while ago. 2014. Yeah. So I love how this is defined that success is really a matter of your satisfaction in the thing. And usually it is around it being the right time, the right project or product with the right people. Right. And so when you have all these rights that come together, it gives you that feeling of, okay, this is successful. It might've been too early uh, too soon, too soon, right? Um, back in the day, and those are things though that we learned from. Yeah. So, I know there's a whole story behind this snag that you came across, and I think that'd be great <laughs> to talk about for another episode. Absolutely, like the snags of life and how to deal with them. Yeah. Right. So, I love that you brought up certain things that we're going to talk about today mm-hmm. and on Wednesday's episode. And in my office on one of the blackboards that I have in white chalk 
there is one word, and I look at it every day, and it's every day. in my face. And every day I walk by it, I see it. You and see I say, it? Yes, absolutely. And I look at it, and I say to myself, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Right. And so it's start yep. with an exclamation point, and the word is underlined, and just how important and how powerful that word impactful. is. Impactful. Yes, yes. So we're going to talk about the importance of starting or beginning the thing. And you know we get this way. I think this is a trend for us where come October, it starts the last quarter of the year. Yeah, we're ramping up, man. We're yeah. not we're not ramping down and we're not slowing down. We're we're metal to pedal to the metal. Pedal to the metal. <laughs> so let's talk about real quick before we talk about the topics that we're going to discuss on things that I think Corey this is more your heart and because I love your heart, I'm here for it and it makes sense, right? So I wanted to start with why is it important to start? What are some things that happen in your life just from starting something? Oh my gosh, Jen. It's it's one of those things that if you never start, you never go anywhere with anything or anyone. You're just stuck mm-hmm. and you're just there. The key to life is just to start. Right? I mean, that's what it boils down to. You can't start school. You can't start a business. You can't start a job. You can't start unless you start. Yeah. Unless you go. Absolutely. So I'm going to just share a little bit, but not too much about what the beginning of quarter four looks like for me. Sure. And so the words that come to me are breakthrough, freedom, balance, right? These are very important for me right now. And I know that this month I'm not starting anything new. What I am starting is to envision the new that I want to have in my life by next year. Mm. So you can, I think this is so important because for someone who's listening, who's thinking starting is such a, a feeling of insecurity or it makes you feel anxious or sometimes that word can really get to someone, right? Cause you have all these things you want to start and it can feel heavy and it can feel like a lot of pressure. And the question, when are you going to start is like overwhelming sometimes. Right. It's like what? Uh, I, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> or what is it? Because there's so many things I said I was going to start and I haven't. Right. So this isn't a beat, beat you up kind of thing. This is actually um, to elevate you and uplift you in this whole thing. Here's what I'm going to say. Throughout this whole thing, throughout this episode and Wednesday's episode, one of the things I want to emphasize is start with the small actions. Like bringing actions to your intentions is huge. I'll give an example. We have this awesome gym upstairs, and for years it was like a relic, right? (laughs) We would just walk by it. I'd see the dust clearly accumulating, and I had memories of my past with that gym and thought, oh, yeah, I remember that. And you just kind of keep know moving. I you. Right. You had a Wilson moment from uh, Castaway. Right. It was very much a Wilson <laughs> moment. And then I stepped into the gym mm. and got reacquainted yes. and actually started touching on the equipment, getting on the equipment, not doing anything, right. just sitting there, getting reacquainted, reacclimated, and seeing myself using the gym again. Yeah. And sometimes that's what it is. And Sometimes that is what it should be. Mm-hmm. That is what success is defined at that moment. So you get to define 
your small actions. You get to define how you start all these things. We're just here to talk about them. That's it. Let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about it. So the first, well, you, I think we should start off with how to start a new month. I think that's apropos because it's the beginning of October. Oh, great. Yeah. So go ahead and start us off. I don't know how you start a month. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Most of the time, my months just, they're on a hundred. And I'm like, okay, I got a lot on my plate. I got a lot to do. I got a lot to accomplish. And I intend to do so. I got 30, uh, between 28 and 31 days to get some things done. And usually the list is already created and I'm already rolling on the first day of the month. So I guess I do kind of know how, how to start a month. Uh, there's a list. Uh, mm-hmm. That's first and foremost. And there's a list for everything that I do. There's a list for the songs I'm going to write. There's a list for uh, what time I'm going to be everywhere from work to home to rehearsal. And I just make sure that I stay within the boundaries of that list. It's not a stickler list. Like I don't have to dot all the I's and cross all the T's, but I have to stay within the boundaries of the list that I've created for myself to consider that month successful. And yes, 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 yes. I have had some unsuccessful months and I have failed horribly and it didn't feel good. So just starting out the blocks, I want to say that. Yeah. So it sounds like what you described a lot too is the reflection on previous months, right? Absolutely. What were some of those accomplishments? And sometimes you may feel like there's not. So what were some of the challenges? And what do you want to improve on and take with you into into the new month? So for those who've been listening to us, I am known to be very practical. Um, My career is in leadership, specifically growth and development. So I do a lot of how-tos and I have routines and things like that. The reason why I shared earlier about my goals for the rest of this year into 2024 is because now I am going to start doing things that support breakthrough and freedom and work-life balance and enjoyment of life and building my confidence, right? So here's what I think is important in the month for me is health and wellness for sure. Mm. What are things like I seriously assess myself physically and mentally, and then what are my goals and habits I want to work on? And so that is gets incorporating my month on my calendar because it's important for me to stay connected to friends. And I may get very busy with work and our business and things like that. I make sure that on the calendar, I see important dates for the team, for friends, for family, whether it be birthdays, anniversaries, whatever that is, that those are noted on there, right? Um, I also think celebrating small wins are huge throughout the month. And for me, two more things. (laughs) Decluttering and organizing Mm. is so huge for me. Starting the month with just a clean and organized living space, which is why I really got into my side of the room yesterday, um, typically on week weekends, if we make the bed, it's together. But I'm like, Jen, you can make the bed alone. Corey's got stuff to do. Like, just do the thing, right? Yeah. Or And so organizing my workspace. So those are some things that I do to prepare for the month. And those things that I just mentioned, I'm adding on to October. Nice. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so there are many other things. 
And my intention is to put these on my website. And I'll be the first to say, I've been not so good about that. Like, I feel like we talk about it, we put it out there, and it just kind of leaves my mind. So I'm going to put these lists to make sure you all have it like a full list. Okay, so that's starting a new month. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exciting. Um, Corey, there are people, especially towards the end of the year, that really do a reflection and an analysis on their career. True. Right? Like, is this the career I want? How can I make this better for me? What do I, what are some barriers that are keeping me from moving on in my career and enjoying my work? I think that's so important to enjoy your work. Absolutely. So talk to us about that. So I personally picked this one because um, I, I think it's very important and very key, especially if you have a family that you're attempting to take care of or you're just taking care of it, um, them, not it. Mm-hmm. And it's important because if you're not happy, that career will literally drown you, drag you underground and make you feel like you're isolated every day for eight to nine hours out of the day. And then you come home and you got to deal with family. And so what happens to most people is they begin to dread, regret and think about all the things that they wish they were doing other than going to work and having that career. So, How do you start a career? Well, let's first and foremost say if you pick something that you love to do, it's been said that you won't work a day in your life. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing something you're loving to do and it's a career, man, you've already won the game. You're you're way past most people. Uh, Some famous writer told me personally that the reason why more people don't write movie scripts is because. They don't start the movie script. They just have the idea. So that's the challenge for most people is get out of the idea stage of a career and pick something that you like to do. Yeah, I think that's so important, right? Considering your strengths, um, your skills to determine where you excel. Um, And I think a good indicator of work that you enjoy and love is that it literally feels like time is standing still while you're doing the thing. Yeah. That for me is like a huge thing. Um, some There's so much here, right? And I'm going to put a plug in for learning and development. I think this is huge. I think education training is huge, whether it be um, you feel led to get a degree because that's what's required, some training certifications, or even online courses to give you the skills that you need. There's so much variety and diversity in the way to get your skills and knowledge Um, Yeah. yeah. And and I'm just going to jump in right there because Jen said learning and development. And a lot of people just don't know what that is. A lot of people don't know um, what learning and development does or or how it functions in the workspace. And let me tell you, you know, if if you have a learning and development or a growth and development uh, department, you really want to tap into that uh, for a career and you really want to tap into that for direction in a, in a uh, specific career, because this group will help you understand the next steps and the next steps in order to get there first and foremost. And then second, what they do is they allow you to have that comfort of people around you at all times. Um, as you're on this journey, you're not by yourself. You're not 
walking this long path and you're like, okay, I have no idea what I'm doing or where I'm going. Guys, the truth of the matter is, is that most people don't know every step to take in their career path. And so that's why we have these groups that uh, are a part of our, our workspace that can help us. You want to add to that, Jen? Yeah. Um, just seeking out professional development opportunities. I agree. If your company has them, use them. Right. And um, I know our team, we also do what we call impact skills, otherwise known as soft skills. These are so important, highly valued in most careers. And if you all know where I work and we get to work at the same place, I always say this, it costs good money to go to a conference, a workshop, a seminar. And if you have an employer that's invested in you and offering you these things during your work time, or sometimes it's a lunch and learn, I get it, small sacrifice to pay for yourself. This is for you, right? And Corey, you also hit something um a nail on the head with mentoring, just seeking guidance from professionals that are in your field, whether it be on LinkedIn, go to some networking events. When you're at a big company event, start to plug into people, you know, and and make an effort to do those things. Um and I think there's so much more we can talk about. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it can really go. Resume. I mean, there's just so much. And these are things that um, I also offer on the side as a service to you, part of my coaching practice. And I'm all about it. And I'm all about people feeling fulfilled in their life, oh, including got, their career. I got to say something about you said resume. And it, it really struck a chord because a lot of times people think that, you know, I put a, a resume together and just because I gave a resume, I got a good chance to get this job or, or enter into this career. And I'm talking about well-educated people with bachelors and masters and doctorates thinking that this is, you know, going to get me that land me the career of my life. And let me tell you, I'll be the first to tell you that is not the truth. Um, so many resumes make it to the file cabinet. You know where the file cabinet is? The trash can. Um, only because, it's not what people are looking for. So it just do does you a little bit more good if you go online and look at what is attractive to that yeah. particular company or in that business or that line of business to uh, create a a resume that's attractive to the eye. And, right. and, and so, again, these are the simple things that you have to do to just start your career, not you know, continue it or yeah. further it. It's just starting. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm going to put a plug in here. I do give, most coaches give one free consultation. I give you three free consultations. So you can really see if coaching is for you and you can experience the impact that a partnership with the right coach for you looks like. So I'm just saying Anyways, all right, so good tips on that. The next one I love, and Corey, I think you are the subject matter expert on this, is how to start a collection. But I do want to say my <laughs> first thing. You're, you're a close second, though. Yeah, I think so. So one of the things I've learned in starting collections and uh, keeping it going is have fun rem with it. Remember that the collectible that you're doing is hopefully something you enjoy and it's fulfilling, Right. I love the thrill of the hunt and the discovery of the item. 
Those are the things that keep it fun for me. While the practical side of me is maintaining a budget. There you go. So I will typically always go because I have a limited space with quality over quantity. Absolutely. And that's where I would start is first and foremost, before you um, adventure into a collecting hobby, set a budget before you even pick what you want. Before you even yeah. think about what it is that you're going to be hunting for and collecting, just set a budget. That way, you're never out of your depth when you're out there looking for whatever it is that you're looking for. That's first and foremost. Second thing, key thing, as Jen said, have fun. This is about having a ball, having a blast. You can do this by yourself. You can do this with other people. You can do this with your mate, with your spouse. Um your best friend or just a random friend. That's the beauty in collecting and going on the hunt. Third, and I'll, I'll keep it at just uh, three things, is don't be afraid to look anywhere. You yes. can find things on the internet, garage sales at pop-up uh, farms and pop-up tents and um, grocery stores. Some of the strangest collectibles that I've received and have bought uh, were in just some of the most not so special places. It was just like a random, oh, I was at Pick and Save. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, the Big Lots. Big now. Lots mm -hmm. or Goodwill and came across right. this beautiful. Or, and one time I was at Dee Dee's and it's not a collectible store, but I found collectibles there. And so you just never know. And yes, if you got your budget set aside and you got your... Let's say it's 20 bucks for this week in your pocket and you go, oh, my goodness, look what I just found. OK, so here's where my 20 bucks is going. Mm -hmm. One of the things I really love that you've done that I haven't done is networking with collectors. Oh, yeah. And you do your research. I love how you diversified your collection. You're very much an informed collector. Research is an understatement like <laughs> I know that when you get something, you've looked high and low, and this is like the thing that you want to add to your collection. Yeah, you learn that from the pros, and I'm slowly entering into pro ship. But yeah, the, the, the pro, <laughs> pro ship, the pros will teach you. You don't just buy the first thing that you come across, and you always price check it. You always cross reference it. You make sure it's coming from a good source. And if you can't see it, if it's online, then you want to look at the reviews. You want to look at uh, how many sales this, this seller has made and what people are saying about this particular seller. And you'd be shocked. I mean, blown away that people will tell you straight up, this is not a good seller. Uh, the stuff doesn't come on time. The stuff falls apart. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So do due diligence. Yeah. So, Corey, I'm looking at the time. Yeah. And I knew we were going to go over on this because there's so much passion behind this <laughs> and so much information. And honestly, guys and ladies, we just touched the tippy top of the surface yeah. of, of this. And I feel like, oh, there's so much more here. But the point of today is what? To get the conversation started. started. To be able to support the fact that you've got dreams. You have things that you really want to do in life. And so... Starting a conversation is a great starting point. So we're actually going to, um, for this episode, stop here. 
And we're going to do a few more around this. Okay. So if y'all enjoy it, please let us know. If you've got tips to add to the things that we've talked about, please let us know as well. I will have these tips on my website, Jen the Builder. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Old website. It's now beelevating.com, B-E-E-L-E-V-A-T-I-N-G. And we will give as much as we can on how to start these different things. All right. Thanks for listening to us. Absolutely. Wherever you're at with us right now, we appreciate you. Thank you. We've heard from so many people in the last two weeks and just the encouragement, the things that have spoken to them. Luana, she was so excited over what we shared about rice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. And she knew that. And we just got excited over the fact that we have options on this. Um, Eden is I think our youngest follower who continues to listen and show us much love. Um, So Eden, hello, hello again. And everyone else, thank you so much. And you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. Every day.